I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. We have a lot to get into. The Jets are 7-4. and four. I know Lou and Tyler are just dying to talk about that. The U.S. played a heck of a game against England, and there was some college football over the weekend. Tyler and Lou might want to talk about that. I don't remember much about what happened, but we did get a complaint that there's too much Ohio State, Penn State chatter. So we've decided to skip college football talk today. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Instead, we're just going to start with what's on your mind, get immediately into soccer, and then just move right past college football chatter. So we'll start with what's on your mind. Ty, I see you giggling. I see you laughing. You uh, you look focused. We'll, uh, we'll start with you. What's on my mind? Well, yeah, one o'clock or sorry, two o'clock. They always promo the hour before just like get the coverage yeah, it's in. Really but it's, I know. I'm like, the game's at two. No, it starts at one. I'm like, no, no, no. That's the pregame show. It's like saying the Jets start at noon. It's like, no, they don't. They start at one. Uh, but the game's at two, taking the whole team to the bar. Nice little outing. Pretty pumped about wow. that. Yeah, squad to the bar. Billy Marks West. Going down to Miami tomorrow for a little Art Basel action. Yeah, I mean, I, I, college football, I feel great about 10 wins and our number one lineman just came back. I think left tackle or left guard, top 10 pick, just announced he's coming back. So we're setting up for a big year next year. Drew Aller and pump for the offseason. But at the end of the day, it comes down to one or two big games. And I'm not, I don't have much to say other than we got to win them. And I'm not going to be overtly confident going into next season. My man, Bruno Fernandez, Joao Felix is having a little comeback season he tour, is. right? Lou and I have been talking about that man on this show even for probably two, three years now. Yeah, feeling good. I see Ryan's back in the gym, giving me some motivation and confidence <laughs> to be in the gym myself. Yeah, other than that, there was a lot of sports. Thanksgiving was epic. Thanksgiving it was, was everything crazy. we wanted it to be sports-wise. It was great. I was like napping mid-game, waking up. It was like, it was everything and more. I agree. You had footy during the day. We had at my uncle's house, the footy was on in one room. My one uncle's a huge Cowboys fan, huge Cowboys fan. Um, so he was the only person in the other room watching that. But yeah, all was good. Pumped to be here. Pumped to see you guys. Hello? Honestly, I think for me, I'm just mostly excited about making it through my uh, autograph process. I was pretty, I was having a lot of anxiety about that. I felt like I was going to mess it up. I felt like the picture was too big. I felt like I didn't have the right pens. I took about the pen All yet? that stuff. Yeah, so I'm going through this whole this whole getting things signed situation. It's the first time I've ever done it. Ryan's laughing because he's like, it's the easiest thing ever. Looking back, it is the easiest thing ever. But in the moment, it seems like a lot of rules just because I'm not good at following rules like that. So I tend yeah. to mess things up. Um, you know, but, one little mistake just makes everything a headache. And you're just, you're just like, hey, I don't want to be that guy. I'm sure. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like scared I was going to send the wrong size photo. I was scared I was going to, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So got through that last week i was pumped about that um and then really i'm just enjoying watching sports i'm enjoying um 
the Jets being good for the first time in forever. So I'm not really stressed about too much, too much stuff right now. I'm just worried about getting to Sunday, getting a win, moving on. Yeah. Only thing on my mind is Saturday. Was in the stadium, was on the field prior to the game. Felt, I told you guys before, felt pretty, felt pretty confident. You were very confident. Yeah, I was very confident, right? Like, yeah, there's, we have two top 25 wins, one top 10 win. We like beat every single team in the, that we played by double digits. Only team in the country to do that. Number two scoring offense felt pretty good. Um, and then it just came down to coaching. It just whole lot of empty stats you're talking about there. Yeah, it just came. Yeah. But again, Ohio State gave up five plays for 364 yards. Michigan averaged 3.1 or 2.9 yards per play on the other 55 plays. It just came down to broken plays. Like I watched the game, like I was at the game, like the, the, the line in the sand, right? Like not scoring before a half sucked, but right at the start, like right in the third quarter, I think there was like seven minutes left. We got the ball, Michigan punts from like their own end zone. We get the ball first and 10 on Michigan's 48 yard line. The first play we run is like a 20, I think it's like a 24 yard pass first down. So then they, there's a penalty, right? It's like <clears throat> holding G Scott, like the second or third string tight end headbutts a dude on the sideline. So we go from first and 10 on Michigan's like 25, 28 yard line, right? To first and 10. Nope. First, first and 20. And then 15 yards. So it's first and 35. First play on first and 35, we run a draw, right? Well, then we pick up. Yeah, you have a loser coach. That's the problem here. What you're, what, what, everything you're about to say is everything comes back to you have a loser coach who has undisciplined players, who recruits kids who don't know how to play Big Ten football, don't know how to play in the cold, and they got their ass beat. Yeah. I just think it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it- this was what I texted Lou, though. Like, and we're not going to get into all this stuff, but when the only one thing matters, I mean, y'all are 11 and one and devastated. You know how much miserable that must feel? Like, that's why I think you have to be about your conference as well, because you guys had a great season. You guys won 11 games. You might back into the playoff. Y'all lost one game at home to an incredibly good football team. Yet. That's failure. That's a really delicate place to be <laughs> as a program. Sure. Like, that's really hard. Because sure. when that is all you play for, you set yourself up to get punched in the mouth other and not be like, yo, we're pumped about where we're at. We're pumped about certain wins throughout the season. Minnesota, Iowa, Purdue, Penn State. Now, I don't know if you played all four of those, but, like, I think that's when it comes to college football at times. It's hard to be that good for so long, stay at that level. And not take your wins of like, yo, we're having successful years. That that was my read on that. You want Purdue to be a really good team that's playing against Michigan. Like you want the conference to be doing well because then that boasts up your other W. Yeah, I'm the not. Let's be very clear. I'm not anti Big Ten. Like outside of Michigan, like I will never, ever, ever root for Michigan. I I want. Again, this isn't like after a loss, like you guys have known me for years. I want them to close the program. Like I, I, it's a rivalry. I hate, I hate the University of Michigan, right? And that's Mm -hmm. what makes it fun. But like, I don't like when Penn State and Auburn play, I'm not rooting for Auburn. Like I want Penn State to win the game. Like I'm not like, hey, but like, I I think the difference between the Big Ten and the SEC is like the SEC is like, 
hey, I like Vanderbilt, but we got Alabama. So what's up? Like, that's different. Like, if Ohio State's ass, I'm not like, you know what? We got Michigan, though. Like, that yeah. that to me is not the same. Those are not the same thing. If Kentucky's trash, you don't get to say, hey, I like the SEC. It's you like Kentucky. You just happen to play in a tough conference. I get it. Like, so like, I don't want the Big Ten to be bad. But I think, Ty, your point is well taken. Like, do I feel real? Like, yeah, like, we might get in. If USC loses, Ohio State's getting in. USC, USC wins, Ohio State won't get in. Like, that's who it's mm-hmm. going to come down to. So, yeah, I feel pretty good. Yeah, and that's bullshit, by the way. Beep that. I wanted UCLA badly to beat USC. Yeah, I mean, Ohio so. State deserves no part of the of the playoff. Lou, they had five in. bad plays. They had one bad half against the be- right. You lost by twenty at home in the biggest game of the year. You don't deserve to be in the playoff. Period. Lou, I, no, I, I, you could you could have any rational. We, we, we will disagree. Broken forever. plays. We had disagreed forever. Broken plays because the defense is bad. It was like, three points in the fourth quarter. You lost by twenty. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. When I said it, we had the lead against y'all in the fourth quarter, that was an irrelevant point. The team gave up because they oh, realized that their hopes and facts. prayers were over with, facts. which is a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to be. 160 and two touchdowns on two plays. Yeah, they realized that their whole playoff dreams were over, and CJ Stroud might have not but been But they're that not guy. because they're Ohio State, and it doesn't matter. It's I think we keep moving forward on these topics of conversation. So, so Lou, real quick. If, if, I agree. If USC loses, who would you put in? Probably Ohio State based on where they're ranked, but like I don't think they should be in. Well, they got to put somebody in. Who's more deserving? I don't know. I have to look at the thing. Fair. But we did get complaints, so we'll move on. Shout out to... I would put Bam in before I put Ohio State in. That's ridiculous. Nice. They have... I mean, that's not even... That doesn't make any rational sense. They don't have a I better agree. win, and they have two losses. I agree. They can beat Georgia. Ohio State can't. I hope we get the shot. That's all I'll say. I will take a healthier Respect. team. Either way, we got com- we got complaints. I will say, I got an email today. I was clearing out my inbox. I had to book a flight, and got a got an email from like Photo Bucket. It said like, "Do you value your pictures?" Right. I haven't been on Photo Bucket since 2014. Photo Bucket is what led me to Instagram. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you were saying that. They started to charge money, so I'm like, nah, I'm out. I'm getting an Instagram. It's a free place to post cards. So I'm like, you know what? I wonder if I still have any pictures. Paid to $5.99 for like a month. It like it brings up all my pictures. And I'm scrolling through there, and there's like a folder. It says Le'Veon Bell PC. Le'Veon Bell and Gio, Giovanni Bernard are like my PCs back in 13. Yeah, and I'm Le'Veon scro- Bell was that dude. I'm scrolling through this thing. Check some of this stuff out. Like, I got like a... You got all these subfolders like basketball, eBay listings, football, for trade April, Le'Veon Bell PC, quick sales. What's left in July 2013 for Card Collector 2? We should do uh we should do um like an Instagram post with like the highlights of that photo. Look market. at this. I would love to see that. Did y'all know that my Instagram oh my account got suspended? Yeah, what happened, Ty? I have no this clue. This is not gonna be interesting for the listeners at all, but it might be, but just know that these platforms can take what they want from you. I don't know what to do. Wait, you don't need, you don't have IG? No, my personal account that I use all the time and I've had for many, many, many years. I just logged in and it said your account has been deactivated due to uh, something against the terms of service. And I'm sure I'll get it back at some point, but this happens once a month. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fairly frustrating. Right, what's this uh, hobby shop promo you were telling us about before we started? 
Yeah, so let me pull it up. We're working on getting involved in it now. We're going to be late to the party, but it is pretty unique. I've never seen anything like it. Um, so it's from Fanatics and Tops. Okay, so it's called the Tops MVP Buyback. It has over 345 shops currently. Um, like I said, we're not in it yet, working on it, but at the moment, we're not in. I think there's a full list on like Tops' website. But it, uh, this is just directly from, I'll just read the Slabstocks post because that's, I think that has a good source of information for it. It says $1 base cards turning into $20 in store credit. That is correct. Tops is launching a huge program for collectors. If you have any Aaron Judge or Goldschmidt 2020 Tops Chrome cards, it's time to find them. Right? So Tops is partnered with over 300 different local card shops. You can bring these cards in and redeem them for store credit, um, ranging from base cards to numbered cards. This will allow you, the collector, to keep your journey going, even if you only have a $10 Aaron Judge Refractor. Currently, if you were to buy a Judge and Goldsmith Refractor, it'd be around $20 combined. That would instantly turn into $80 store credit with your local hobby shop. That's cool. So yeah, it says uh, a base card of Judge or Goldsmith, since they won MVPs, is $20 in store credit. A Refractor is $40 in store credit. A numbered 100 or greater, right, is $100 in store credit. And a numbered card out of 100 or less is $200 in store credit. That's cool. Um, so, and so does Tops like, or Fanatics or whoever, I guess it's a Fanatics thing, right? Whoever, if you apply for that, if you want to get the $20 in store credit, is Tops like covering that 20 for you? Is that how that works? No. So what you do then, again, I, I'll, I'm trying to pull it up. I have not finalized it yet, but from, and I'll read the article, but. Uh, you send them to Com C. So you send them to check out my cards. That's where you send them. You being, meaning you, Ryan, if, you, the if, card shop If owner. I'm the card shop owner, yes, correct. Yeah. Yep, you send to Com C. So you sign up for Com C. Uh, willing to verify the. Uh, I was trying to see it, but yeah, you basically send them to Com C, and then you can cash. You can cash it out in Com C. So it sounds like Tops is the one that's willing to take on a lot of yeah to take on a lot of this cost i mean that's a pretty cool thing right like to add an extra incentive in a like without making anything short printed without like having it from the start you're like hey this is just an added bonus on this later um that's that's a that's a pretty cool thing that's 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 not a little amount of money either like a a judge a judge base card is like a dollar in most card shops if not less like twenty dollars in store credit i mean I get you. I mean, that gets you something. It's not nothing for sure. Um, and I think we talk about it all the time. It's like, how many cards do you pull out of a pack that are worth nothing? And you can't do anything with them. And like, it's probably hard to move an Aaron Judge base card from Topps Chrome 2022 or whatever. So just if you go on eBay and try to sell it, I would imagine it's dec- it's not the easiest thing to move. So good. I like it. And I also think this is a big th- I think this is a you know, we've talked about this on here before, right? I'm a card store owner. We've had this conversation about is Fanatics committed to the long-term health of local card shops, right? Fanatics is a lot of B2B, right? So do, does Fanatics need a card shop? This is a big, this is a big deal if you're a card store owner. I mean, Fanatics is telling people, hey, if you take this card to your local card shop and trade this in, you can get $20 yeah. in store credit at this, this card shop. Like that's Fanatics incentivizing people, tops incentivizing people to, Go to your local card shop. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. I th- there's been things like this in the past before, right? Like buyback type of thing. But I'm I'm a fan of giving people more access to more store credit. Is good because you can go back and just spend it in the store. Like I think it's self perpetuate. Like I'm I'm a fan of that. 
<laughs> I like it. But yeah, we just wanted to wanted to talk about that. Another thing, I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Prism basketball 10-year anniversary from the first time it was ever released was yesterday. I love it. Why do you say I'm that? I'm surprised Tom? they didn't have like a release. Why do I say that? Yeah. Because it's an amazing product. Uh, like I just, I think what I would do to rip a 2012 Prism right now, I think it's pretty sweet. There was a couple on sale on Black Friday. You want to take a guess at what a single box was going for? Or priced at, at least? I'm, I, I don't have a guess. Hit me. Lou, you got a guess? I'd probably say like... So fucking hard. I don't know, like... $7,000? Oh, uh, that's a pretty good guess. I want to say it was... I'll double check. 7500 Damn it! I was so close. <laughs> yeah, seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, that that wasn't that box has come back down because that was a pretty expensive box for a while. Two inserts, two prisms, two autographs, hundred and twenty cards for seventy five hundred dollars. And when it came out, it was like what, probably like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, if that, I mean, if that. I remember buying Giannis 13, 14 prison basketball boxes at $90 for my little card shop. The one I ended up buying. funny to me. $90. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy what, it's crazy to look back on it because that, I mean, like Ty said, it's such a cool product. And look at it, look at what it become for the card market. Like Prism is the, like biggest product of the year for most sports like it's a big deal so it's it's just crazy that it's been 10 years since the first time it ever came out what have you been uh what have you been buying and like i see you posted some stories recently like buying some stuff what have you been trying to grab yeah i bought um i bought some wmba boxes nice I, i try to buy like things that you don't see every day to have in shop just kind of that, like that unique one-off thing that's not super expensive and is kind of affordable so i bought some like 2002 wmba dominion and then like i think it's 2004 fleer ultra wmba boxes um i bought some 2019 wmba boxes i bought like i bought a case of 2007 contenders football so i bought these online on black friday so like 2007 Contenders Football has Peterson, Calvin, Marshawn Lynch, Joe Thomas. It's my, it, like, I was in cards. That was my second year in cards. So, like, at the time, that was a big deal for young Ryan was, like, Adrian Peterson, Calvin, Lynch, Joe Thomas, Jamarcus Russell, like, Dwayne Bow, Anthony Gonzalez, Troy Smith. Like, that was a big class for me at the time. Dwayne Bow was great. Yeah, over Dwayne Bow, best fantasy team name. Um, yeah, so, like, I bought a case of that. Um, I bought a case of like some old, like 2018 or 19 Star Wars stuff. Just that like uh, 2016 Leaf Vault. It's like a Leaf All-American product. I love the All-American stuff with like the, you get the guys before they're ever in college or they're any good. So just kind of that one-off unique stuff that you just don't see every single day at every, uh, you know, every hobby shop across America not very expensive and it's just I'm, I'm looking at some 2022 world cup prism white sparkle stuff that and the elephant print i want to pick up a couple of singles so speaking of world cup 
I I think I would be mistaken to not publicly apologize to Tyler because Lou and I gave Tyler. I was definitely uh, egging Lou on in this, but we gave Tyler a lot of smack. Uh, We talked so much about some of the expectations that Tyler set on you know, Hershey Holland or Pennsylvania. We got to win first, boys. We got to win first. You know what I'm saying? I know we got to win, but the England game in itself, like we should have won that game. Like Polistic's the real deal. Like there's talent on that U.S. team. I get it. I want to win. But like, I just, I mean, Hershey Holland, Pennsylvania Pele, whatever we want to call him, like, we were led to believe one thing. Then we were told, like, "Hey, it maybe not be the, that might not really be the case." And I'm not saying he's I mean, he hasn't scored. I don't know. Yeah, Listen, I, just, I will say that there's been conflicting uh, after the England game. I, I've received conflicting chatter about Pulisic. Meaning, I think so, some people watched and were like, "He's nice," and some people watched. And we're like, he's trash. That's ludicrous. Well, if you're not scoring. And he was pressing really hard. He was and definitely he was talking pressing. a lot of smack. I don't know, man. Stop. Getting the people hyped up. Like, he had that shot on goal that hit the crossbar. He had some good corners. Like, I mean, I don't know. He did. He he was pressing. He was in his mode. When you watched, you were like, okay, my man was really want, going for the win. I thought he was showing something. I thought he was playing. We at, dominated that second half. Yeah, the midfield was playing really well, and we had them kind of pinned back. And they, I thought they were playing like the team under pressure and scared a little bit. And by they, I mean England. Uh, but it really, the lose point comes down to today. And there's a strong chance it all crashes and burns. <laughs> that would suck. That I mean, would it could be suck. really. If it could tie, be I, out, right? It could be Iran yeah. England. Iran England. If we tie, yeah. we are out, right? We need to I, win. I understand. I get the math. Like, but but honestly, like Tyler, hear me out. If before the World Cup started and we played one game, if I told you you could beat Iran and move on, you would take that all day. Yeah, I think you would. You were like, you would. Obviously. Doing so, it is a whole different battle. Agreed, but like, this is where we want wanted it. to be. This is where you wanted to be. Now you got that I opportunity. Agree. I agree. The opportunity is great. Can I ask you a couple things that relate to cards? Because Reyna mm-hmm. was a guy who everyone was so excited about mm-hmm. and couldn't get on the field in the first game. I'm seeing his white sparkle right here. Came on the field in the second game. Wasn't able to get a shot, I don't believe, from what I remember. Yep. And then I saw after everyone's been talking about this coach. No one likes this coach now. Berhalter? Why is everybody not like him? I, I, my take, I was pushing for Reyna, too. I just don't know. I think that what they're thinking is he might not be disciplined enough right now. He, he We got to play real team ball. And he is... Uh, He's a, a firecracker. He's a great player. He's got a lot of skills. He's really, everyone likes him because he made that really good run against Mexico. I'm fairly certain it was against Mexico and then got tackled at the end. And um, I don't know if you can trust him right now to be on the pitch for the first kind of 70 minutes. 
And the midfield, I think, is playing incredibly well. Wea is, I think, definitely deserved of starting when you watch him. And then it comes down to you're not going to bench Pulisic. So where do those guys slot in? Who's the, the out-and-out like guy in the middle? It's tricky. It's tricky. But I don't think you start Reina today either. That would be my take. That's devastating for card values. I was really counting on that guy. Fair. I have some. I have some Bowman. MLS. Yeah, at least you didn't buy like a couple of Ricardo Ricardo Pepe Obsidian Color Blasts <laughs> in England, thinking he was going to do something just for him to not even make. And it. Didn't even make the it. roster. That hurts. He's at home watching, just like you and I are. Why you know? isn't he made the roster? I don't. Like, who do they t- put over? That's a Tyler. It's wild to me that, that there's like guys. I feel like we're that... not a very well constructed team. Eh, things happen. It's a weird time of the year too. It's a weird time of the year for the World Cup. Team. Yeah, Lou. If this was in, if this was in June, would have made it. December, not good. Well, the reason I say that is because guys are like in form in their time. club team, and they come on. So yeah, it's crazy to me. There's guys playing in the World Cup that are coming, starting games for teams, and they never started a game for the international team ever before, and they start in the World Cup. It's like. Trotting out a new lineup when you get to the finals of the NBA playoffs. That's great. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things that are wrong with our squad, and we're setting ourselves up here for a. People are going to hear this tomorrow. We're we're going to either be winners or lose. So it doesn't really matter. But I feel like we're setting ourselves up for like a real disappointment this afternoon. Potentially. Yeah. If we win, if we win, we'll, we likely have the Netherlands. Let's see if there's any uh light work any update there. So then, yeah. So then, when you play Netherlands or whoever you play, that's not play next. So it's winner. It's, it's winner. Go home, right? Yep. Yeah, and it would go to extra time, meaning an additional thirty plus uh, spot kicks. The worst thing in sports. But right now, if Netherlands draws and Ecuador, we play either Netherlands, Ecuador, or Senegal, and those games are going on as we're recording. You know what else makes no sense? Why is it that the ref is the only person who knows how much time is left? How meaning, is that allowed? Meaning, how, how is it possible that we can't track how long the ball is out of play so they can automatically add on time and there's no confusion about how much time is left in the game? Because at like 50, you know, they do like nine minutes of stoppage now and then it's like mm-hmm. 99.07 and the clock is still running and they're still playing and it's like the time is up. What are we doing? <laughs> That can be automatically tracked. To me, that's easier. that's the beautiful. Sounds like an intricacy yeah, but you don't want soccer. that, Lou. That's yeah, you you're like a that. you're like an empire. You're like you like umpires and stuff too. Then, uh, yeah, I, I do okay. think that there's a like a place for that. Like I, I, okay. I do. That's a yeah. fair position. I mean, God, the NFL has like sixty five year old dudes like moving the ball. I agree. Down I think the sideline. I think officiating across all sports is a disaster scene. That's what I think. Opinion. What most people watching the World Cup. It's like, it's nice. It's a two-hour match. Done. There isn't a million different commercials, stop, this, that, what have you. Once you get into that whole world, it like, even VAR is, a, is, is too much right now. It's like, and that's like the littlest bit. So, also, you can't just end the game while someone's building a chance, right? So, like, you can't just kill it at 99 minutes if someone's bringing the ball up the field. Why not? The time's up. <laughs> because it's not really. It's just not the game. I yeah, I get it. 
it's not the game. It's like saying, why isn't there a four-point line in basketball? Jay makes a great point. What if the clock expires on a fast break? You still lose. <laughs> That's There's no extra time. Like The ball goes out, the clock stops in other sports. I'm going to make a statement. Time is time. So if you go over the time. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is a we should just move on let's just go ahead and just get this out of the way now so we don't go down time is time here on car talk it, it is um <laughs> i started the intro with it right trying to avoid the conversation about ohio state uh jokingly but the jets are seven and four after a yeah. loss to the patriots you come back you bench zach wilson after he didn't do anything mm-hmm. i know you guys are feeling good what's uh What's going on in the Jets world over here? I'll caution everyone to remain calm. Don't go out and buy a bunch of Mike White cards like people did last time. I'll say that. <laughs> don't don't go out and, you know, overcommit to this Jets team now because there's still holes. There's still things to work on. But the division is in our hands. So <laughs> we control our destiny. We don't have to deal with the Patriots anymore. So I don't care about that. All I can say is we're in control and everything is fine. So I'm going to stay calm. Big game this weekend. Not that big. It's actually our least big game, pretty much. Uh, not of all the games, but it's an NFC game, so it doesn't really matter. Vikings, we need to take it to them. Yeah, and they're not a great team anyway. Look, Mike White can hit five-yard passes, so we've come a long way. Facts. I don't want to spend too much time on it. It's very... It is... We will see how it goes. As long as Mike keeps playing well, it'll be good. If he starts imploding, it'll be a disaster. Then we're looking at Flacco. Then we're looking at going back to Zach. I don't want to even talk about that. <laughs> All right. Positive vibes only in Jets world. Facts. Yeah. I think I wish we still had. Uh, We've been a nightmare for 10 years. <laughs> you said you've been a nightmare for 10 years. We've been an absolute disaster scene for 10 years. And we're seven and four. And people are like worried about like really irrelevant shit i just want to enjoy seven and four i want to enjoy being good and playing meaningful games meaningful games in december right yeah that's what you always said you're gonna get your wish i mean i'm getting it yeah sunday garrett wilson though is good yeah look i mean your college team stinks but you can always just come and and enjoy (gasps) the best receiver to ever come out of your school no, that guy's he's, that guy's he's an there. interesting character. Yeah, he's still there, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. He's still there. That's the best receiver in America. Us, don't let us draft. We him. didn't win. I get it. He had seven for one twenty and touchdown. He's the best receiver in America. And it, like it, it's him. He's It'd be guy. a shame if he lasted until pick thirty two for the Jets. <laughs> he won't. I saw somebody talking the other day that on Twitter, like some NFL guy that was saying that there are talks that Marvin Harrison could be the number one pick in the draft. No chance. I again. I I would agree with you a hundred percent. If someone drafts him over like Bryce Young, that's on you. I, I don't know. Well, you they can't, they're, they'll be in different drafts. Bryce is eligible this year. Marvin's not eligible till twenty twenty four. Oh right, I forgot he has a whole other year. So yeah, I guess maybe I take it back then. So it's possible because next year's class is loaded with QBs with Stroud, Young, Levis, other guys. So, anyways, let's uh let's get into play of the week. But before we get into play of the week, this will be. I think Jay said Jay. What is it? This week is the last week where somebody can submit a play to get into play of the year. So you guys have just a few more days if you want to be in play of the week this year. We're going to have a play of the week submission. We'll uh, 
Jay and Courtney are going to break that down and give us some uh, some content to go over uh, here as we wrap up season three of Card Talk and finish out this year. So if you want to be in this, you want to have a shot to win play of the year, make sure you reach out to Card Talk on IG, Twitter, join the Facebook group, but make sure you reach out and uh, and get your play submitted. So got six plays this week. We will start Ooh. off. Looks like uh, we got Donald Schaefer. He says, first play, uh, my first play of the week submission. Back in October of 2021, I was looking for some opportunities on eBay. Then I came across this Topps Chrome Geno Smith rookie on card auto. It was also jersey numbered. This was around the time that Russell Wilson was hurt. Geno took over. His record was 1-3 with two games lost by a field goal. His stats were good. He had 68% completion rate, five TDs, one interception. I live in West Virginia, which is where Gino went to school. If I didn't sell it online, maybe I could sell it locally. Fast forward, Gino is balling. 73% completion, 19 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. I listed for 150 on eBay, where I accepted an offer of 100. It's not crazy money, but it did, but it did confirm things you guys talk about on the show. Do your own research, know the market, and collect what you like. I do believe the card found its rightful collector. He just happens to live near Seattle, Washington. Love the podcast. Cheers. Hashtag um, the. I love that. What is the? Like the Ohio State University? He's from West Virginia. No. Maybe it's something else. Then. Shout out to uh, a Facebook. Shout out to a Facebook uh, group sub. Shout out Donald. For sure. Shout out Geno Smith. Shout out Jason Koppel, who put out a post earlier in the season stating that Geno Smith was going to have some value. And people were very upset with him. And he was right. I was also upset with him. Yeah, but I was crazy. too. I laughed. But listen, it's happening right here in front of our face. Yeah. Geno Smith, I mean, the Seahawks robbed the Broncos blind on that trade. The, I mean, Obviously. the Broncos are, what, five, ten years away from recovering from that trade? <laughs> no. I mean, they gave him all that money. He's owed, like, hundreds yeah, of millions no of dollars, and they have no draft picks. They're they're three years away from cutting the and head coach? the whole thing. The Broncos head coach, yeah. Daniel Hackett, he's like the worst. They guy gave ever. him four more yeah, years, I mean, two hundred million guaranteed. Oh my god, that guy won't be back next year. Bring in the new head, new coaching staff. Sit down with Russell, engineer the offense. I think that's what they did this time. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> hey, Pete Carroll, how do you feel be. about Denver? Yeah, they're bad, man. $200 million guaranteed. Yeah, tough. All right, but yeah, heck of a play. Shout out to him. Jersey number, love that play. Grabbing this early. That, that's a heck of a play right there. It's a smart play. You see guys performing well in the middle of the NFL season. There's always, every year there's guys like this. It was Heineke last year, Geno Smith this year. Like, yeah, Heineke's These guys are out there, no matter one. what's going on in the market. Heineke's... I mean, he's putting a whole season together. Yeah, he's five and one. Yeah, I think his stats are a lot worse than that. I just meant like stat. Like Gino's lighting it up. He's playing really well. He's one of the best yeah. quarterbacks in the league. I think he's winning games. Facts. So did Zach Wilson. You're not wrong. That is the <laughs> truest statement ever. All right, next play, Jay. Uh, this is from the Creamy City Collector. The Cream City Collector. This is play of the week. Hey y'all, I'm a younger collector named Drew. I know I, drew. I know this isn't the craziest amount of money ever made flipping, but this one is pretty good for me. Sorry. 
recently got into the pre-war baseball market and have been slowly learning nice. about the rare backs and big-time players in the set. I was scrolling on eBay and I found a T206 card of Frank Delahanty, a no-name common in the set. I was examining one of the creases and it just so happens to flip to the second picture of the listing and noticed the back wasn't the one of the common ones I had recognized from the other cards I was looking at. This time, it had a Tolstoy back. I looked up comps at SGC and had one of these Tolstoy backs that had sold for five fifty and a one five. I watched the auction all the way down to the end and sniped it for seventy six. Immediately after receiving the card, I shipped it out to SGC and within ten days, I had the I had a back in a one five. I listed it on eBay and sold it for four fifty in about two days. After fees, I made three twenty five. Shout out Drew. Shout out Milwaukee. Um, rare old school baseball. That's it never, I love this, but this, this play fires me up. I would love to know how young Drew is because of the idea of like a 12 year old kid doing 1911 baseball makes me laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because that, research. that uh, card's 100 years older than he is. Literally, nice work using SGC for the quick turn. Identified the super rare, like the internet, man. The internet. Exactly. That would be the point I would make. Anybody can do it. Correct. Very cool play. All right, next play, Jay. Uh, okay, this is from the Card Walrus. Hi, Card Talk team. I'd like to make my first submission for play of the week. This play involves getting a 4X return in two weeks on a card I actually purchased from Card Collection 2 on whatnot. This is crazy. It's been more difficult to flip cards for profit in recent months, but I have found some success buying singles on whatnot and selling them on eBay. Due to the nature of the fast-paced auctions, you can sometimes get cards well under comp. Sometimes buyers can't comp fast enough, sellers don't describe the card well fast enough, people simply aren't paying attention, there aren't many people in the room, or the seller auctions a more valuable card after a string of cheap ones. These are all facts. On a November 11th CC2 stream, a 2011 Aqua Justin Fields Prism at a 299 showed up during a sudden death auction. Most of the other cards were in the 5 to 15 range, but I knew this was a bigger card. Quickly comped, saw there were sales in the 50 to $7 range, and hammered the bid at the end, got the card for 35 which is about thirty-eight twenty-nine after fees. Received the card in about two to three days. Wow, that's fast shipping. That's beautiful stuff, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, and was happy that the condition looked flawless. Thought about grading, but decided to immediately auction on Raw because eBay, uh, uh, Raw on eBay because field stuff was hot. Yesterday, the auction ended with the field selling at one forty-eight sixty-one, netting me one thirty-one fifty-one and a total profit of ninety-three twenty-two in just two weeks. Pretty solid for a very little work in just over two weeks. Love the show and happy Thanksgiving, the Card Walrus. It's pretty good, good job. Flipping it raw is smart too because he could have gotten caught. Now that Fields is hurt, might not play the rest of the year. Really, could have found himself. It's possible. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I suck. Just, uh, yeah, go with the shutdown. Work him. Work his. They, they, yeah, they're finished. He, and unless he gets better at passing, it's all irrelevant. Yeah, you can't keep taking hits like that. Yeah, you can't be a healthy quarterback. Yeah, just shut him down. They they stink. They're terrible. They're the they're the worst team I've seen this year. I. I've watched a decent amount of bad football this year, including the Jets. The Bears are the worst team in the league. Uh, I have a hard time believing it's not the Houston Texans, but I haven't seen the Texans play. Our boy Kyle Allen got a nice start for the Texans. He did. Good play. Love it. Smart. I, I really think the the biggest part of this here is like a lot of times people will say even go with SGC because it's faster and like grading is always great. We're a fan of grading here, but 
having the presence of mind to be like, all right, I'm just going to get it up real quick and get it out because it's hot is very smart by Dan. Yeah, heck of a play. All right, what's next, Jay? Uh, oh, wow. This guy. Uh, this is from Andrew Ladner. He says, got into the soccer card market a few months back. I decided to start with my favorite player, an iconic set in a low numbered card. Nice. Harry Kane, England's captain and soon to be all-time scoring leader. I paid 400 on Facebook. Over the last few months the soccer card market, especially the 2017 chrome set exploded, so I figured the time was right. I decided to move my main PC piece for 3250 at a show. Sucks to sell a PC card, but when the market hits a certain point it only makes sense. So for those that are not watching, this is a 2017 Topps Chrome UEFA Champions League red refractor. PSA 9 of Harry Kane. So. It's a sweet card. It's a sweet card, and it's a sweet sale. Thirty two fifty, man. I didn't know it was like that. That's wild. For a red, I get it, right? Because isn't red out of five? A non-autoed auto, or non-autoed card? This is out of 10. Soccer's out of 10 for the Topps Chrome products. The Topps Chrome cards, I believe. I'm almost positive this is out of 10. Damn. That's a great, that's a great play. I'm not saying it's bad, but like $3,200 for a Harry Kane non-autograph card seems like a lot of money. At for a someone show. That's in, yeah, for someone that's not in the card. Again, talks about the set. He, he talked about that. 17 Chrome. Is that Mbappe? Yeah. I'm just on eBay looking at some recent other sales. I do love me a good red. Here you go. Yeah, it's tough to move on. a. That's a nice one, right? It's tough to move on a... Uh, nice. Stroud, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, Shroud, red auto. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's tough to move a PC car like that. If I was Andrew, I'd probably take um, again, whatever, do whatever you want. But I would probably take that thirty fifty and get into like a PSA ten Kane in twenty seventeen. Like yeah, a good buy another color. buy a lesser Kane card. For yeah, the PC like a blue one or something. And still have a lot of money put back. Yeah, like a little Tottenham color match. Mm-hmm, something like that. Yeah, I like it. Very cool. All right, next play, Jay. Oh, wow. Here we Jeez, go. Come on, man. This is from Justin T. Brain. Uh, it says, Justin said, held my Mike White gold prism for a year since he balled last year. Bought it raw. You. Bought it raw for 400 Spent 250 on express grading. Sold it for 1300 on IG last night after his three touchdown game. It's a PSA 10 Mike White 2018 prism gold. Got $1,800. That is silly. This gives me anxiety when I look at it because if I remember last year, I think we said get rid of those Mike White cards as soon as you can because he won't be playing again. And I just said just now, be careful with Mike White. And now here we are. It's a great play. Gold Prism. Classic set. Yeah, I I mean, mean, if you believe Mike White will be a future starting quarterback in the NFL, this is a cool card. Like, this is a card you take a chance on. If you think that's what Mike White's future looks like. There's a, also a million factors. There's a, the person that bought it maybe went to high school with Mike White. Maybe they collect gold prism. Maybe they have a bajillion, kajillion dollars. And yeah, we talk about that all the time. looking to spend it. Like, there's there's a ton of factors here. A hundred percent. Yep, thousand percent. Like, I bought this, and people will laugh. Like, freaking Pete Warner, one-on-one auto. Like, yeah, whatever good. you paid for it. Yeah overpaid <laughs> like, yeah, you weren't gonna buy it at that price i paid yeah. for sure right. for right. sure you know so there, there's always a lot of factors but i will say gold prism this set rookie card 
in a Cowboys jersey, whether he's playing for him now or not, like just has a little extra cachet, a little extra juice. Um, but man, he looked he looked good <laughs> no matter I'm who looking, he was playing against. I'm looking at the, <laughs> the auctions right now. Good. I haven't looked at the auctions yet. Ever since I ever since he played, I just haven't. Some of these prices are just mind boggling to me. <laughs> Optic Auto, one hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, Blue the Scope Kane. Prism, sixty-five bucks. Crazy man. Harry Kane and Mike White are not the same. <laughs> I don't disagree, but that's a, that's a big card. Yeah, listen, card and Justin, card. great job holding on to it for a year. I would have sold that so long ago and just taken my L and moved on. He spent two hundred fifty dollars to grade it. That's just bonkers. Respect, respect. Nothing I can what do a- but respect it because it worked out. Yeah, what a play. All right, what's next, Jay? Uh, Queen City Breaks. Hey, guys, I have a pretty massive play of the week. As with many plays, this involved an incredible stroke of luck. Went to the hobby shop and grabbed a box of 2022 Bowman Chrome on the eve of the release. Got home and ripped it, only to pull a gold refractor of Jackson Chirio. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the most sought-after prospect in the product, it was difficult to decide whether to grade or sell it. Threw it on eBay for an extremely high price, got a bunch of lowball offers, but finally got an offer for $10,000. After accepting the largest sale I've ever, or I accepted the offer, making this the largest sale I've ever made and making a profit of roughly $9,000 after fees. That's insanity. Bananas. Um, Is this kid good, Lou? Yeah, he's like the number five prospect in baseball. He's He's a very, very, very... Very highly sought after prospect. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, who's the I mean, number one prospect in baseball right now? Uh, since Wander got called up, who would it probably be? Probably that guy from the Orioles, Gunner, Gunner something, Gunner Henderson, Gunner Henderson. I think his name is. Yeah, Jay said Alvarez. <laughs> who's Alvarez? The Francisco Alvarez for the Mets? <laughs> no, Jay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at, at Fangrass right now. Jay, <laughs> stop it. He's not even a top ten prospect. Stop. <laughs> I I would challenge you to look that up. He's absolutely a top ten prospect. He was the number one prospect in baseball before he was called up last, you know, at the end of last year. Fangrass top one hundred, which is the best list in my opinion, has him at number twelve. I mean, I disagree. Uh, that's fine. You told me to look it up, and I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he was number one last he year. He was the number one ranked prospect last year. So now he's shifted down to number twelve because he had like one b- bad week at like at the end of the year. That's crazy. I agree with you. The prospect rankings go kind of nuts, but it is what it is. MLB has been number one still, Jay, so I'll give you that. Shout out, MLB. Lou, where where does uh, that fan graphs have this kid? Number five. That's pretty good. He's very good. It's a great pull. Ten grand. That's insane. This is like the dream scenario. You open a box on opening night and you get a goal out of 50 of the best guy in the product. I need to open up my World Cup box like i was right wondering now. when you open Ty, did you open those nope i got them sitting both well, of just them right here. resell them now brother because they're they're up quite a bit from when i sold them are they yeah they're like five something what like five, i think 550 i mean they went up it's it only what happens happened? once the world cup it happens once every four years <laughs> fair i mean all right i'm what saving happened? one of them but i'm gonna rip one of them you gotta but it just feels like i'm gonna rip one i'm gonna rip one today what about Instagram Live event. rip at the bar? That I just need to have my materials 
setup, mm. right? Yeah, yeah you don't want to do that. You don't want to take a chance like that. That just, mm. yeah. Because when I pull the, ah, what am I gonna pull? The Pulisic, the the gold Jude Bellingham. I can't believe you didn't say an American just now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like saying fucking. What did you say earlier with the uh, Patriot was his favorite player? Favorite player? Oh yeah, Stephon Diggs. He's like, yeah, Stephon Diggs. Like, yeah, Ty's players. Ty's not a loyalty guy. We've long known this. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> to the best American prospect that you can pull. Uh, yeah, he said, yeah. I just want to pull Jude Bellingham. <laughs> that will be the best card. I mean, oh my guys, gosh! I feel like, like I need to buy a Turner. Yeah, the Turner White Sparkle. I, just sold. I, I did see a stat that talked about like Matt Turner's the fourth goalie from like New Jersey to start for the U.S. in the World Cup, oh. and I'm like, I know one of them. Yeah, Tyler's Tony Tyler's Viola. neighbor, Tony Miola. We got some yep. peace. We do. Howard. All right. That was like. Yeah. Let's finish. Let's finish up on play of the week. I think Jay's at the last US one. We got one more. On New Jersey. And the Medford Messi as well. Man, these are really, this is a really good week. The roots run deep. Yeah, this is a good this is a good week. I like the field. It was a really strong week. Why? Because Ryan got crushed? No, because it's the most work. And it's like smart. It's and that yeah. or the or the baseball, I think, for me. Yep. Those are those are my two picks. So Ty, I'll let you pick. I'm okay with either one of those two. Really? I would say it's the fields or the the younger collector with the pre war. I would take either of those. I I, I was both pick neither. Oh, those would be one of my two. <laughs> all right, so it's Fields or it's baseball. I mean, they're baseball. all great. Yeah, I think it's a baseball. It's the baseball player. All right, pre-war Cream baseball. City. Yeah, pre-war baseball. Cream is a great word. You like all those gross ass words. You said moist last week too. It's so gross. <laughs> moist isn't as nice. Cream is nice. I don't understand like the thing behind like hating the word moist. I know a lot of people that hate the word moist. It's, it, it just sounds. I like. I, I could like feel it in my chest when people say the word moist. Like it hurts me. What? That's I like insane. a good moist coffee cake. Like, stop! 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 <laughs> like nice Did and you moist. See this? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. That word bother? Oh, what? Ugh. I I've never ever. That's wild. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I just kind of like if you know when you feel like you're about to throw up. That's what I feel when people say that word. Don't that's say it insane. Uh, we should talk about how the principal of Ferrari left. Yeah, I have a mail day video. I I recorded it yesterday. <laughs> Literally, I recorded it yesterday or on Sunday, right? I didn't get my mind off. Oh, I say getting smacked. Uh huh. Check out what's in my mail day. Separate purchases too. Oh, pain. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that was the, it. Was funny because this is the first time I've seen. Well, what are they for those that are listening? What so are it's they? First year dynasty uh, jumbo patch auto at a ten and triple red patch auto at a five. Those are great patches too. That hurts. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Um, this was the first time I've seen like a college football like leave the coach on the tarmac situation. Like they were just like we were such a disaster this year. Someone's got to go, and they just picked it. Did he get canned? Canned. I did get this. This is kind of cool. That's a cool one. That is, that's nice. Horner, one one. Well, he yeah, sorry, Ty. He quit officially, but I mean, yeah, let's call it what it is. Yeah, the old mutual mutual departure. Yeah. Real quick, uh, it's actually a pretty solid release week. Pretty solid release week for latest launch. You have flawless football collegiate, uh, which comes out one of the bigger, probably the biggest college football product of the year. 
as an Ohio State fan with multiple Buckeyes in this year's class. That's always something I look forward to, especially because they got rid of Prism draft picks and Contenders draft picks this year. Uh, so that sucks. Uh, you've got absolute football. Kabooms, explosives, rookie premier. What's the materials. Kaboom checklist this year? I haven't looked, but we did talk uh, about it last year, so we, we got to do it this year. Yeah, while Lou's, right now. while Lou's looking that up, you've got Stadium Club Baseball from Tops, which has some of the best photography in all of cards, uh, comes out this week. You have WNBA Revolution that comes out this week. Uh, and then there's one more, one other release. There's Leaf Exotic comes out this week. and No checklist. Come on, guys. AEW Wrestling. No checklist yet? No checklist as far as I could see. Jay or Courtney, can you guys make a note that we talk about it next week? Because I love Kabooms, obviously. So I would love to talk about that a little bit. I'm actually double checking. I just want to... Where did you look? Uh, Beckett and Cardboard Connection. Well, those are the two places I would look, so... Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, either way, really good release week with Flawless Collegiate, Absolute, Bowman Chrome Light, Stadium Club, WNBA Revolution. There's just uh, there's, there's quite a bit of stuff coming out this week, so should uh, should make for a pretty good release week. Yep. I just want to say Can also, we... um, I feel like one of my wishes for 2023 in the hobby, it would be great if the card companies could like centralize that information, because it's still very hard to find information about like releases and subsets and sets and all that stuff. I should be able to just go on paniniamerica.com and find out what the set list, set the checklist is for any set. Just saying. Maybe 137 should also get in that game. Have a little release yeah, calendar. Evergreen as hell. Yeah. Hmm. Might be coming before you blow out. Um, official predictions for the USA game today. I was hoping you'd say pr- official predictions for USC Utah, but I'll pick I'll give, Utah. I'll give that one too. I hope Utah wins, but they're not going to win. Yeah, watch out for K State in the TCU game too. Just saying. I don't think we'll get in every TCU. I mean, if TCU loses, you would get in. I don't think so. I don't think. I think if either one of those teams loses, they're going to put you guys in because they want Michigan Ohio State again. By the way, this is the that was the end of the Michigan Ohio State rivalry because now once they switch to the big standings, they can play each other. Yeah, that's trash. Say that one more time. Once they switch with no conference, they they won't have divisions in the conferences. Yeah, when does that start? Next year. I thought it was twenty twenty four, but I think it's next year. It might be next year, but so basically, Ohio State and Michigan would be playing this weekend in big in. Indianapolis instead of a three or four loss Purdue team, so yeah. they would be playing again. Rivalry's dead. If if let's say Ohio State event because according to Vegas, Ohio State is a two point favorite on a neutral site against Michigan right now. What what did you just say? According to Vegas, if Michigan and Ohio State were to play tomorrow, Ohio State is a two point favorite on a neutral site. Where did you get that from? OhioStateFootballFans.com. No, look it up. They just look lost by a hundred on their home field. Look it up. I don't make the rules, Lou. <laughs> I know you don't. I would slam Michigan in that scenario. That's insane. Either way, that would be better college football than Michigan-Purdue. Michigan doesn't even need to play that game. Like, they, I would literally, if I was Michigan, I would literally not play a single starter. Quorum's not going to play, right? I mean, I would play anybody. They probably won't because it doesn't matter if they want to lose. But they want to win the Big yeah. Ten. So. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. You want to win the Big Ten. So I, They care about yeah. their conference. <laughs> 
Here we go. Guys, just a quick update. I was looking up for uh, some absolute information. There's no, I, I don't see a Kaboom checklist, but they reintroduced something called uh, Absolute Glass in this year's product, where it's glass etchings of rookies and, and uh, veterans. They're basketball and inserts, Jay. They've been in basketball as redemptions. So they're like case hits oh, where you cool. can get them and they come sealed, like, uh, they'll, they'll come sealed from Panini, but they're like, they're basically see through. It looks like they look like printing plates. They're like, tr- like, yeah, translucent printing plates. But like, see, a hundred percent see through. Yeah. Sorry, I was just there's one per case, just like the the kaboom. So that's a case hit. Cool. Next week, though, we should talk about it because I'll forget, but it'll be out by then, obviously. So. All right, Ty. Prediction. My prediction is three one USA. It's a party. I mean. We talked about that before we start. Actually, fine. I'll go two one U.S. I'm gonna tweet out the parlay too, just in, so like people won't get it. Yep. But if this comes out, yep. USA to win. Weston McKinney goal score over two and a half goals. That's the parlay. Two one U.S. final. I'm gonna go two zero U.S. God, one in the first lose. half. It's gonna be so devastating. And then one in the second. One one late in the second. Two zero U.S. All right. Enjoy Big game. Enjoy. Big game. Get it done. Love you. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace, guys. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.